Special edition. I'm set up here in Toronto. Did a three-day rip. Three-day party rip. I did podcasts, hung out with all the comedians, hung out with the boys from my hometown. Got together. I'll tell you the one thing that I will say was the story across the board with everyone dealing with COVID. Every guy I know is like, yeah, I don't really give a shit, but my girl's kind of whack about it. Everyone I talked to was like, yeah, she used to be really crazy. Now I've sort of got my girl not caring as much. But like, yeah, I never really cared. <laughs> Basically, dudes cares, girls. Dudes don't care, girls care. For people in my family are like that too. I'm just like, the amount of people I talked to, and that's what, that's what the general consensus was. On top of that, the COVID situation in the airports and stuff was obviously a nightmare. But like, whatever. I'm not going to go too far into the airport terminal. But what I will say is I had to get a license because I lost my license, which has been a huge nightmare. I go to, because they, they're like, we can't send you a license because of COVID and our, our, our you know, our uh, offices aren't working as good. So I go down to the thing and g- the, the government building is in this huge mall. And what they've decided is because uh, they're like, oh, we don't, we can't uh, distance people good enough inside this huge mall that's fairly empty. They've decided that they made this huge lineup of 80 people outside. It's snowing. It's December. It's freezing cold. And we lined up there for an hour and a half. I go, this is your solution? Beside me is like this 90-year-old Indian lady. And she's just like sitting there ch- chilled out. And you go, government can't do anything. They are a mess. But anyways, I hung out with all the boys. We got J.J. Lieberman this episode. He's one of the craziest people. I went in and hung out with them for a bit. <laughs> me and some of the boys watched the Kevin Hart special. <laughs> Pretty funny. Just Kevin Hart's... Uh, comedy is essentially just always compounding zany stories. Just they're just the wackiest shit back to back that happened to him. I'm walking through my house. I step on a bucket. So now I got bucket foot. I'm going down the stairs with the bucket foot. Now my drawers they can't keep falling down. So I got droopy drawers. I got a bucket foot. Snake falls on my head. Now I got snake head. My wife's in the thing. She's feeling horny. I got a horny wife. So the horny wife's trying to have sex with me, but I can't even get in the room because I got the bucket foot snake on my head. I got droopy drawers. Compounding scenarios. Wacky. But without further ado, JJ's one of the most interesting people in the world. You're going to want to check out his comedy. And good to get together. Haven't seen these guys in like over a year because I haven't been back because of COVID. Now I'm heading back to New York. Got a sick video coming out next week. And without further ado, this is the man, the legend, Jason Lieberman. The boys cast with J.J. Lieberman, the return. The return, this is the first time. This is, no, this is my return to Canada. Oh. (laughs) Put the mic on your mouth. This is what we're going to be dealing with. Literally, like, right here. Yeah, it's, you dude, want it there. That's that's my biggest pet peeve about comedy, and thank God for COVID, is fucking comedians who would, like, rest. You've ever I'm seen, a big rester, yeah. Ugh, it's gross. Ernie <laughs> has a fucking, like, scar here because it dries up. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> no. Oh, it's disgusting, but yeah. Anyways, I'm, I'm back in Toronto, Canada. I got at the airport. There's the guy, and him and his girlfriend both had... The mask on, and then the the shield over top, unnecessary. So the, him and his girlfriend both like the, you know you this guy one hundred percent gets pegged. But, 
Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't choose to wear the fucking shield. No, he's a. I, I on it, but he seemed. So what happened was, I was in the airport and I took my mask off to eat. And then when I stopped eating, I like didn't put it on for two seconds. He comes across the airport. Not kidding. Like 50 meters across the whole airport, walks and he goes, mask, mask, Come on. put put it on. I go, oh, sorry. And he goes, yeah, have some respect. Like he flipped out on me. You think that was, his I, I was like, I was ready to make a scene. Like, you know, one of those, you know, when you get road rage where you just go, like it like infuriated me. I was like, I want to fight this guy, like punch him in his mask. You think that was his decision or that was like the woman? No, I think it's, he's the bitch. Like, I think the girl, the girl was walking around. It, it felt like Portlandia. You know what I mean? Where people are. Where the girl's like, I guess I'm into hiking now, too. Like, this guy was like, I guess... The girl was like, I guess we're a mass couple. (laughs) The guy was like a bitch. You just want to... That's the thing I want to drop the buckets and gloves. That's why I got the hockey jersey on right now. Just fucking pull the front of the glass down. Yeah, dude, it was insane. Yeah, that was in New York, though. That was the airport in the New York before I got here. New York or Newark? That was in New York, Newark Airport. So I'll finish all yeah basically coming here was a nightmare and well i want to get to the other stuff but this is i i booked my flight then they changed my flight then they changed it again then when i got to the airport they're like we can't get you on that flight but we can get you a flight at a different airport it took a hundred dollar uber to get to newark then last they night them. yes it was a 10 hour debacle oh, that's to get to canada insane they do not want you in toronto right now <laughs> that, that you think you think that's a thing right now they're not letting in anyone except canadians yeah i think so yeah you gotta have a pretty good you gotta have like a note or something if you're not canadian so even when you because you can get because you can fly here but right when you get to customs yeah i I think they would i think you have to do this app you gotta prove you're a citizen i think if you're just like a normal american you're like i'm gonna come to canada right now they're like get fucked bud the only i met a kid who does the uh you know the skip to the dishes commercial like the food app Um, him and, uh, what's the guy, Madman John, um, John Ham. So they do big package on that guy. Really? He's seen, there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> so he's one of the main people that every tabloid finds pictures of him with his track pants. So he's got a big, big imprint. That'd be nice. Really? For you. Yeah. Yeah. That'd he would be... love that. <laughs> he's too old, but that, so he, he was shooting some skip the dishes commercials. So they let him in. But they only let him yeah, in. Yeah, if you're famous, they'll let you in. That's... But if you're like a normal person, rules for thee and not for me. <laughs> if these famous people. But yeah, okay, let me do an intro here. So this is what I, I'd say the best way to describe JJ is kind of like, also kind of like our crews like Joey Diaz, just a savage. <laughs> but he's still in Toronto. And okay, tell me, this is what were the things we're going to go through. In this episode, we have a whole bunch of stuff. But the biggest thing was that JJ literally dated and did stuff with Luca Magnata, not the serial dated, killer. Not dated. Okay, we'll, but... we'll, get, we'll get into it. Okay. You, okay, so first you were a male stripper. Then Okay, professional baseball player. Then professional umpire. Then you switched to a uh, gay male stripper. So I was, okay, this was the, do you want the lineage of everything? Yeah. Well, let's just list them off and then we'll get into the Because some of the things are like accurate, but not accurate. (laughs) Gay male stripper. Gay male stripper, a hundred percent accurate. Then gay comedian, then gay poker player. Straight comedian (laughs) to gay comedian, back to straight. Right. Straight comedian, back to gay comedian. Now straight with a girlfriend, but in the closet. Yes. You went back in the closet. I'm back in, I'm totally back in the closet. Which that has to be the title of your new album, Back in the Closet. Well, I think, (laughs) 
But I'm not back in the closet because I still like when I beat off on Reddit, I'm still looking at the array of what I love. Yeah, you like a little of this, little of that. Oh, a lot of this, a lot of that. <laughs> like that, there's more than just a little. So yeah, yeah, this guy's got like an insane story. And the J- JJ, the way that you kind of say stuff is you're one of those guys that, you know, when people describe stuff, well, they'll be like, yeah, I went to the, st- you know, no, eventful day, like went to the store, uh, you know, watched the game, uh, killed a guy then i went home and ate you go whoa, whoa, whoa what was that last part <laughs> that's where you're like yeah i fucking went to comedy and then i uh da- i also dated this uh luca magnata serial killer and then i do this you go what was that last part you're like the cereal <laughs> the fucking dinner <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah what'd you say oh two pizzas so so the main goal in life when i was like pre-comedy there was a few pre's but before stand-up comedy, my like whole dream was to play baseball. So I went to college to play college baseball in the States. Right. And um, then I went for a tryout in... Uh, but you were a gay baseball player in the closet. In the cl- in, dude, the whole time I was sucking dick on the DL. And you were sort of... You know when uh, they talk about sports, they're like... Oh, I wouldn't want a gay guy in the change room because he'll be like looking at my dick and everyone's totally like, you're being looking, crazy. Totally, totally <laughs> fucking pecker checking. But what people don't understand, <laughs> it's the people that you're not into that generally fucking give a shit. Like if I like, right. like fat redneck who who's got a fucking gross looking cock, like <laughs> uh, right. that, that kind of thing. And that's the one who's probably the most uncomfortable about. Someone like me, fucking cock gazing. Yeah, and you're like, listen, buddy, my eyes have no oh, gaze. Oh yeah, for you. I'm looking at the fucking Dominican. He don't even fucking <laughs> know, man. But yeah, so um, okay, so that's what it started with in yeah, the closet baseball. Player. Trying to play baseball, I never really made it, but I got into independent baseball. But I was injured, so um, yeah, so I did that, and then uh, I wanted to basically tr- continue playing baseball, trying to be involved in baseball. So I, I went to umpire school. Got into umpire school um, and then working worked in independent like it's non affiliated but it's still professional baseball. That was going to be because we want you to do a musical about like all the gay stuff. Gay umpire in the and the gay yeah the gay umpire is like I sucked two balls. <laughs> but that's the show I wanted to do when I when I wanted yeah. to write a show. That was a show about an umpire who the fucked, gay umpire the gay umpire but like Kenny Powers <laughs> but like that yeah. kind of thing like literally just fucking baseball players um so but the me i think the most interesting thing okay we'll go in Lenny. we'll go i thought you were gonna say me too like you could get me too to umpire and like i won't call strike if you let me see your cock yeah like that like the umpire that's cheating he'll be like uh kind of like an nfl empire that's like you know rigging the game the referee but, yeah the yeah, basketball ref. is a fucking load of semen exactly like i'm not trying to fucking Fix the game or point spread. I'm trying to get dick. But before, okay, so before we go into those things, I want to talk about the Luca Magnata thing. Like from so for those people who don't know, Luca Magnata was like one of the biggest Canadian serial killers of all time. I second think, to what Paul Bernardo. I think okay, so I don't know if he was a serial killer as much as like probably the most because he only what's killed the, the what's one the guy. movie called the Netflix show um, something cats something yeah. about killing cats <laughs> yeah where he he would kill he was a serial killer when it kills cats. But I, I think he only killed the one person. But Notorious is like a uh, fair way to describe it. And he's got him. a Netflix. He, he, he popped off. Like he, he got a Netflix good. special. Yeah, he, he got, a, Netflix he got special. a fucking Netflix special. So he done well. Yeah. So yeah. So you want to know the like. Story. Yeah. So okay. So his story is he was killing all these cats. And then he was this male prostitute. And then he basically cut off the arms of a guy. And, like, and then mailed them to the prime minister. He severed the dude's body. 
Yeah. Like he cut off arms, legs, and head. And I think I think he sent them to both parties too. Like kind of like a bi. Uh, what's that? He wasn't a partisan serial no, killer. No, bipartisan, bipartisan <laughs> move. Yeah. A very bipartisan move. And then he fucked the corpse, and they uploaded the video on Gore.com. And that, right. was, and that was my boy. Uh, yeah. Those were the good old days, man, when you could just send it to a liberal, you send it to a Republican. Nobody cared. But <laughs> but yeah, so, um, but I knew him before he went, like, insane. Okay, so what was he, yeah, tell me the origin so, story of how you met Luther so, Magnata, first okay, of all. Okay, so this was, I mean, this was roughly around 2005. I, I'm pretty, not roughly, I'm pretty certain it was, like, the fall of 2005. And I went to this gay club Still in the closet, but I would still yeah. like fucking sneak and geek and go, you know, I would go out, but I would like not be public about it, right? Sneaking and geeking. Sneaking and geeking. On totally. gay.com. On gay. Yeah. Gay.com was a thing. Yeah. There's legitimately a website called gay.com. Yeah. There was, it was literally the place before, it was the first, I think, meetup online place for guys. Yeah. Like, it is funny because you'd be like, where are you fucking, oh, you're probably on gay.com. And you're like, actually, yeah. I am on gay.com. To- to- <laughs> totally on gay.com. And on gay.com, wasn't it that you, basically, you send uh, a voice clip? Wasn't that it? No, that was uh, uh, Man Zone. I think it was Man Zone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a phone, like the phone, you dude. Right. You had, and that was the same, uh, it's, it's such a fucking to- uh, topical thing. Well, not topical now, topical then, because that was the same time when I met Luca, but not through the phone. So you met him on gay.com or just in the, you met him on the gay.com circuit? No, I actually met him uh, old school, face to face. I was at this place called Woody's. You you know, it's like- I know Woody's. It's- it's very like famous. Yeah, it's like the ultimate like gay club name. Whenever I'm doing like a gay club name in like a bit or it's something, Woody's. I go Woody's or Empty Closets. Another one that I go with a lot. <laughs> and then what was the other one? What's the third gay club that in Toronto? There's so dude. There's so many Remingtons. Oh, no, Remingtons Man of Steel is a strip okay. club. So if, if anyone's interested in, uh, oh, I guess COVID shut it down. But you you could when it comes back if you're looking to blow a dude. It, men of <laughs> Men of Men of Steel. But yeah, so we we're, we're at Woody's, um, yeah. Uh, kind of, um, you to yeah. So we're at Woody's, and I just see this guy. And at the time, like if you see the video of him, ne- like from the special, he looks like really effeminate. Yeah, and he's like kind of like. Oh, he's like your typical twink. Yes, exactly. And he's like sassy, like the type of gay dude that would be annoying. Yeah, it, totally stereotype. But then he wasn't. He was like wearing like he was like a Gino, like wearing the Kappa uh, track swear, dude. He's wearing like this Kappa. He had this like cross out. And I'm like, hey, you want to fucking suck a dick or not? Hey, oh, he wasn't that aggressive. But when you now that's the old school Italian. The Gino's are a little softer. Yes. He but he was like a Gino. He was like a Euro. (laughs) He was like kind of like he had that kind of. You would think he was European, but he's lived here his yeah. whole life. But he was like born very in, skinny. Loved soccer and like loved that kind of thing. soccer. Like he was born in Bosnia or something and lives here. Because now he's basically fucking Perez Hilton, like in his later days. Yes, exactly. Like totally. Like even to the point. Now, full disclosure, because I know this is the internet and people are going to make comments. So I put powder in my hair to make it. Th- <laughs> it's not a powder; it's a fiber. But yeah, nice. you, you have to. Like, dude, this is. Man. He just puts it in to cover the lice. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do with it. Oh, I'm not even balding. I just have terrible lice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I put, but he had, he went like full 
after I met him, full like makeup, like he had like face surgery and shit like that. Yeah, he tried to look like a fucking mannequin. Dude, that's it. like that's literally the best way to describe it. He, you don't look real. You look like an avatar yeah. or like a car- a cartoon of a human. So you met him at the gay club. I met him at the gay club, waiting for. He was turning tricks then. So he was a male prostitute. Oh, oh, dude, sucking dick for dollars. Totally. <laughs> I don't know if that. They, they talked about that in the Netflix documentary. Yeah. Yes. But he had I, some pimp. He was always talking about some pimp that was like getting mad at him or something. I don't think then he was doing it like that. I think then he was just kind of doing like his own independent thing because he wasn't. He was like, a freelancer. Yeah, he totally, totally like he he was a Craigslist guy, maybe like yeah. Craigslist back before page. they took that off. They took that down. R- that ruined a lot of lives. How much does it cost for like? Like how much you think he was getting for fucking? Oh, he he was he was probably a hundred fifty bucks, not like much. nothing. Gay, I, I have that whole <laughs> bit where like gay prostitutes, gay, gay, they don't make shit compared to like women. Yeah, wage gap. Yeah, total wage gap. Total men are getting fucked in that escort game. Yeah, because you you're a purchaser yourself. Oh yeah, yeah, man. If I want to titty fuck some hot broad, that's like three hundred bucks. For a half an hour, right? So if I'm trying to just like rub my dick against a dude's abs, I could get away for like a hundred bucks, right? You know, so you can get the full fucking package for a fucking oh yeah, of golf oh yeah, probably fifty bucks. Take off the condom, like they're like you just sprinkle some change on the yeah, floor, yeah. throw a couple rolls of quarters at them, and say get to work. They, they're like, hey man, I'm on prep. You're like, oh bareback, uh, where with. <laughs> Man, if you want to do bareback with the chick, you're gonna have to fucking make sure she's. You're got, gonna take a mortgage out. She's she's got needle marks in her arms. Like that's <laughs> like that. Either way, it's expensive, or she you're catching HIV. Um, so he's yeah he's low. So this guy's low rent, 150 bucks a pop. I mean, honestly, I like I. And you're not doing that on record. You you weren't doing that personally. No, I wasn't. I wasn't doing. I just was there to fuck, man. Like I was so miserable. Um, basically I came to the realization that my baseball life was over. Like I was, you know, there's certain things you're like, Oh, I'm just not good enough. This was like right. a waste of literally 18 years. Yeah. I literally wasted 18 years and I see this guy and I approach him. Like, I, I was like, there's no way he's gay. And we end up talking and this is before he changed his name. This is, I knew him as Eric Newman. Really? Yeah, man. That's and so he's like Eric. We talked. That's a way more broy name. So bro. Yeah. it was very the Newman. Pack, the, <laughs> imagine the guy was getting his arms cut off, and he goes Newman. <laughs> the fucking guy looks up. Yeah, Newman. Hello, Newman. But yeah, so the, the, I met him. We talked that night, and I'm like, "Yo, dude, like the whole." You know the play, right? No, like, I actually don't know no, the play. No, you know the play. Okay. <laughs> I actually am not familiar with the play of picking up uh, no, prostitutes at Woody's. You know the play when you're out. If When you're single, you're out. You, as a straight dude, fully straight dude, I'm, I'm, I'm rented straight right now, but <laughs> as a fully straight dude who's single, you know the play. You're going out, you're trying to fuck. Okay. Right? Yeah. That, that's, that's a play, and that was the play that night. So I'm like, I'm like, yo, let's go hang out. I had a condo uh, that I was renting uh, for the fall. And I'm like, yo, let's go hang out. He's like, I ha-, and then he explains the whole tricking. Like he's, he's a male prostitute. He can't tonight. She's like, I can come over. Oh, he says I can't because I'm going to suck a dick for money. But he's, if you want, I'm free tomorrow. He was meeting like a sugar daddy. Okay. So I said, fine. So he comes over the next day and the dude had the worst body over odor ever. Like it was, it was, <laughs> like, Newman. And I literally said, dude, you got to fucking shower. I showered him 
before we flew around. When you around. say you showered him. I literally took him in the fucking shower and washed him down like a dog that got fucking <laughs> sprayed by a skunk. I was like this. I swear to God, dude, I will not lie about that. I'm literally spraying him like he fucking rolled in shit or something. I'm like, Jesus, Newman. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't he say, like, I can shower myself? You're like, no, this is very I don't important. Th- I don't think he was, like, self-aware to uh, realize that he stunk. Right. He'd been out all night probably fucking with some old man, and it probably was disgusting, and he hadn't showered. And he still the smell was still, like, too strong. Thank God he's like locked up. How does this guy? How is this guy clocking dollars? Like, if you paid 150 bucks like this, and the guy showed up like stinking like shit, they probably just had rough sex all night. That's why. Oh, you, he's, you're saying he came straight to your house from a from, from a job? Yes, from from a gig. Okay, he was gig, he was gigging. <laughs> he was gigging. That he was night. gigging, and it was a long gig. Yeah, he uh, has his bag of condoms. It was a long set. He had a long set. It wasn't like a quick set. It was a you know it it was. <laughs> he comes. It's just his asshole's just fucking leaking. He just got tuned up, which is very possible. Possible. Very he got tuned up for a freaking Walmart gift card. <laughs> oh, Half I, used. I was gonna say Amazon, but that wasn't. I know I predated. Yeah, that was very clever. Yeah. Was... So you okay? So he's at your house. You're showering him down. Yeah, and... but this because you were about to fuck. Yeah, and we didn't. We just fooled around. Why? Why is that? Because he still smelled. <laughs> like I can't. I I can't. We talked about this once. You can deal with smells, right? No, I don't like smells. No, of course. No, it's not like you're looking for a smell. But we talked about this. I can't deal with smells. Remember at the. When we were doing the podcast, your feet stunk so bad. It was like, <laughs> it was unbearable. No, but I'm saying. And Danny Polishuk, we're saying that he's on the ground. Uh, he's got to stop smelling the feet because he's on the ground looking for loose change because he's Jewish. <laughs> that's, a, that's But yeah, but that that was the thing um, with him. Like, I okay, so we talked about smells before. Like, if you're fucking someone and you pull out and there's like shit if you're fucking her in the ass oh i can yeah that could, wouldn't bother me you yeah. could deal where if but i if it was, but again that's a female's ass if i pulled out i, I don't yeah a dude's ass would be like gross oh, gross <laughs> gross and i'm not fucking like i'm fucking people who are like uh, have having protein shakes and stuff like that this is yeah. disgusting <laughs> so yeah so anyways from that we didn't even we like I, I can't even when remember. When you say fooled around with Luca Magnata, when you fooled around with uh, serial killer Luca Magnata, what did N- you do with him? I think we were just I think I just made him like play with my nipples till I came. You didn't see his penis? No, I did. I can't remember though. Really? Cuz that's the million dollar question is Luca Magnata packing. I I presume if I didn't remember it wasn't huge, but I also would have remembered if it was really small. Yeah. Cuz there was one dude who I once fucked who had a really small cock and I always remember that. Right. Right. Because I would like to, that would be very interesting information, like what Luca Magnata is packing. If you had a, you don't have a photographic memory. I, I don't like. So I, you fooled around with him once, then what happened? Then we just, honestly, for the next like two months, we hung out all the time. We just hung out. We would come hang. We would like just chill and bullshit. He was kind of like lost in his ways, and I was lost in my ways. Like we were both in transition. And then the craziest thing happened. We would literally like, we would just walk around downtown Toronto. You and Luca. Yeah, we would just hang out and just talk and bullshit. We scammed. We is sc- he funny? Yeah, it was cool. We scammed. I was so broke. Uh, we scammed uh, an Indian doctor. How? Like, so this is the time. Like, back to we got him to Western Union and us fifteen hundred bucks. We told the Indian doctor lived in Toronto and Montreal, and we met we met him out. There's a part in Toronto called. Uh, 
and by Church Street. You know where the YMCA is down downtown? Yeah. It's a very gay area. And there's an area where like kids hustle around there or used to. I don't know how it is. So we met this guy. He pulled up in his car and he wanted to see what I look like. He Luca's already like one of the sugar daddies. And I needed money and I didn't want to fuck around with him. So, not- so Luca Magnata used his scamming ability to get money for you. Yes. And I, not that I didn't want to fuck around with the guy because he was Indian or anything. He was just like fat. But... <laughs> Maybe a little Indian. No. <laughs> but no, we... You said that you said the Indian guys aren't a hot commodity in the gay scene. No, they're not. They're very niche, man. They're like um, they're like SSBBWs in the straight world. Oh, you know what? Hold on. Let me take this because it's quarantine. Hello? This is an important message regarding your membership at Blink Fitness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to get yelled at for not quarantining. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't literally again 2005 i didn't have a uh, computer at my place i used to go to internet cafes to beat off <laughs> i didn't ha- I, I didn't have a computer i would literally just sit there with like toilet paper on my cock and i would just like jerk what off do you mean toilet paper on your cock? when i was at the internet cafe oh so you wouldn't come all over your pants yes <laughs> well i don't want to walk out of there with like a right. fucking ugh, disgusting um but yeah, so I would so what I would do to get off, I would call these like free call lines and other men would be like, "Hey, I'm like uh, 22 years old, 8-pack, 10-inch cock, smooth they ass." They put the stats on that. Oh yeah, and total lies. <laughs> and then this one Indian guy would be like, "Hey, I'm I can't I wish I could do accents. It would oh, be You can't do the Indian? Dude, if I could <laughs> Let's do try it. if I could do the Indian, this would be like a funny fucking clip. I but I mean it might be funny. It's like Young young jock just got back from a swim looking to fool around. And, <laughs> and and I would just like and he and he would leave you then you could leave direct messages. Like you had a general message to flip through and then someone would be like like I'd be like, Hey, uh six pack, uh, twenty five years old uh, you know, this, like, that's yeah. my message. Yeah. Uh, uh, seven, Gay umpire. Seven inch thick cock, total top <laughs> cut. So that would be like mine. And then he once messaged me because I'd hear him all the time. It's like the same jabronis fucking just on there. <laughs> same losers like me have no fucking internet. Just losers. And he's like, hey, I can't. Oh, man, I wish I could. He's like, hey, bro, I would love to uh, hang out with you. And I just would do <laughs> it. the worst Indian accent of all it's time. The it's the easiest one to do, too. <laughs> no, it's brutal. But I've never done an accent in my comedy. So I would just like fucking like just pass over it. And then one time he left me a direct message. Oh, you white guys are all the same. You fucking pieces of shit. You don't want to fuck around or it. Like, it was just it was amazing. It was like he's. <laughs> He had a freak out on he a wasn't fu- happy. dude. He's on a fucking free phone line he was trying like to get laid. He was like a gay Indian incel. Like he deserved. He said, "I deserve this eight inch cock." <laughs> he could have been the guy who did the fucking Orlando thing like yeah. that. Like just so mad, so mad at the fucking world. But yeah, I I don't know why. Like because me, I love like Colombians and I love like you know. I, so I'm I, I'm not opposed. to Yeah, you like, like what you like. Yeah, you like what you like. But I'm not opposed. Uh, to people with like fucking uh, a nice like golden dark skin. Yeah, I, I don't think they like being referred to that. Like when I'm like, I'm my, my favorite type of chicks off white. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, an off white. Yeah, someone who's been that's the perfect <laughs> the perfect color. Like you've been fucking, you brush your teeth, but you drink coffee every day. 
<laughs> yeah, like exactly. That kind of color. It's so hot. Um, so okay, so you got this Indian guy, and he was one of his sugar daddies. The doctor, yes. So the doctor pulled up, and he he looked at both of us, and he's like, "Yeah." In his car, he's like, "Yeah, I would like to do this." And so he's like. And we were like just talking to him, like, yeah, we want to do this in Montreal. I've never been to Montreal. We want to go to Montreal. If you send us money for fucking a bus ticket next time you're there, we'll take the bus. Give us the X amount of dollars. Honestly, I'm. And the two of us will tag Team Pleasure. Yeah, yeah whatever it was. I don't remember the like certain things. Like this is this is the important thing. Like certain thing, I I might be off on like numbers or shit like that or an exact date. But I'm like pretty accurate on this one. It was like fifteen hundred bucks, and Luca uh, Eric gave me like eight eight hundred bucks or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And then so you never went to Montreal. Obviously. Fuck no. And I have for me, I have no problem with that shit. The fucking dude want to take advantage of us, so I have no problem taking advantage of someone like that. Right. Yeah, but this, was, but this was was this like his thing? Because the whole thing. Eric's you, or the Indian. If doctors? you watch the the documentary, the gist of it was his whole life was like scam to scam. Dude, the fact that we he were, had all these. Fa- do you remember he had all these Facebook pages, and he was trying to make himself seem famous? So he was he was essentially taking all these Facebook pages and then writing stuff about himself. Like, as if he had all these people trolling him. Like, basically what some people do now, where they... The fake accounts. Yeah, the people t- who have the fake Twitter accounts to, like... Yeah, and then they'll post on it, like, oh, this guy sucks. And they're like, oh, my haters, you know? One of one of our buddies has uh, multiple Instagram accounts. Okay. And they posted something recently. And from their other <laughs> Instagram account, they commented on their post. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, see me, I'll comment, like, so I did that buffet show, yeah. I'll comment as J.J. Lieberman on the buffet, but I'm not going to comment yeah. as like, although on Reddit I did that, yeah. I did it because I have a, a Toronto Cocaine Reddit account, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll post on like Buffet Buds. Like, yeah, so J.J. Lieberman job. has this show, Buffet Buds, we'll talk about that after the Adamson's Barbecue thing. Okay. Okay, so the Luca There's Magnolia so thing. much. So now you're fucking, you're two months in, We're you hit. and Luca are going around the thing, like, what's the, what's the two serial killers, the, the guy and the girl? Oh fuck! The famous. I know who you're, you're talking about. You're running around about. the city like two cowboys, two gay just cowboys, run, two fucking just gay cowboys, havoc, scamming Indian dudes, and the tr- not having sex. You said not right? having sex. And the truth is, but why man, is that? Like, he still is it still because he smells? He, no, I just <laughs> think I just think it was. Sometimes you get like bad first impression, but he was like really. This is the weird thing. Like I say, I was like telling my girl as we're watching the documentary, he was really sweet, like a sweet fucking person like i could see something was like you know when something's off like you when but when we first met in comedy you knew something was off but you oh, yeah right lot. but you just <laughs> a lot <laughs> you just but you know something's not there so like with him something was was really that's so funny jj that like right now in jail luca magnata's like oh, that jj guy i knew something was off about he could him. be yeah he could be like <laughs> but he knew like he knew he knew before other people knew about like my gayness right like so there's a comfort level when you have with, with someone like that I mean you're like literally giving him a hand job and giving him a fucking shower and he's like I think this guy might be a little gay and JJ's well, like he knows oh no we're obviously, my secret's out we're obviously, you're fucking giving this guy a sponge bath <laughs> yeah totally straight bro uh, behavior no but he was like at the time he was like masculine he was like like 
I would. I mean, he's literally a 140 pound guy in your shower, getting like sponge bath down, and you're like, just a man's man, just uh, <laughs> just a fucking guy's guy. My dick's in his mouth. Like what a bro. <laughs> just a yeah. No, but I, when we would go out in public, I, I I didn't feel like because I wasn't out about my oh, sexuality. So you were with him, and people weren't like, oh, JJ's obviously with a gay guy. Like, yeah, could, nobody thought nothing of it. Because in you, when you see him in the movie, you're like clear gay guy. Clearly cocksucker okay so but you didn't because know how he was into like killing cats and all that sort nothing of stuff? like that man like you didn't find him to be like this cruel guy to no, animals or that, people he was i mean you were running around town scamming people out of money so he kind of like had some lack of fucking so, okay. empathy or whatever so some some people are have deviant beha- like i have deviant behaviors yeah you know what i mean like i have like really deviant fucking behaviors but it stops at a certain place, right? Like you might just not be totally. I used to scam people all the time to get money. Like what? Um, one time when I first started playing poker, I didn't have a lot of money, and I was going to Arizona for a few months to train. And I wanted. Uh, there's a place in Arizona called Talking Stick. It's a casino, and me and my buddy Mo, who Danny met, who's with the Washington Nationals. We would go to the casino to play this. Uh, it was called, um, I forget, it was 5150 no, uh, limit poker. So it was like you could bet anywhere from 5 one to 150. It was a unique game. But I loved playing that game, but I didn't have any money. So I posted on Craigslist that I was in like the men for men, that I was looking for someone to help me out financially for my training. But it was really for poker. And I got a few thousand what bucks. What would be the training for? For baseball. This oh. was at baseball. This is when I first started. Did you have to blow him? No. Oh, you just said like, hey, fellow gay guy, gay man to gay man. Here's a story. Anybody want to help out? Straight up like, oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to be a baseball player. Yes. $2,000 short. And then you got it and you went straight to the casino. Straight. Yes. Went the opposite of straight to the casino. <laughs> Went Fucking, gay to the casino. <laughs> man, it was a scam. I feel actually bad about that shit now. Right. But he didn't feel bad about it. But I was young and stupid, right? Like, yeah. H- how many things have you done in your, like, uh, <laughs> 30s? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, like, 20, uh, 20 around, the, this was all the same. Man, dude, I was, like, having, like, unprotected sex with guys all the time. Yeah, you kind of skirted out of there. Oh, man. Got pretty fucking lucky, dude. Got pretty... Like, I'm I'm talking about numbers in the hundreds of barebacking. (laughs) And that's sort of what... Some kid went fucking missing and it's ruining your podcast. Is that what's going on? Oh, here we go. Look at this. Alert. Amber alert. Child abduction reported... Oh, fucking Magnata's back at it again, <laughs> It's dude. a fitness company. You didn't fucking answer the first time. The suspect, Sherma Knox, 39 years old. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, I hope they find him, but we're trying to do a podcast here. Yes. Leave. If you know uh, Sherma Knox. Yeah, if you know Sherma Knox, if you're watching this, let, <laughs> fucking. Yeah. If you are watching this, comment and. Uh... Yeah, comment on with Sherman Knox's whereabouts. <laughs> but if it is Sherman Knox is watching and like, hey, man, I'm running. Yeah. I'm on the run. Okay, so but, fan of the boys cast. So, so you're two months in. You're watching him scam people. You're scamming people with him. But you. So why did you? Did, what was the thing where he tried to commit suicide or something like that? I didn't know anything about. I that. I thought you told me that he had like a mental breakdown in front of you. No, he fucking all of a sudden. So I would call him all the time. One time, just didn't answer the phone. Then next time I called him, 
right to you know when the uh, phone goes right to vo- like someone's on the call they can like s- put it right to voicemail yeah or phone's dead right to voicemail then that just started happening for days and I'm like why the fuck like this is my boy why are you ghosting me and then all of a sudden the phone was disconnected so I found out from someone who knew him as well that he ended up going to jail. He was like, for like, I don't know for what. I didn't get the full details. And then the next time I heard about him is when I just started comedy. I'm pretty sure it was either when I just started comedy or right before, around 2012, 2013. Again, I don't know the exact dates. It's like 2 in, two in the morning, 3 in the morning. I have the TV on, on CBC, the news, the Canadian government news channel. And I hear this guy's voice. I heard of the Eric Newman thing. And this is how, how much he, his, his look changed. Because I'd seen the face, but I didn't put the fucking one and uh, two and two together. Come on. Swear, dude. Swear. But then I fucking heard that voice that I know. And I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> I ran into my roommate's bathroom. My roommate, I swear, at the time is taking a shit. And I'm like, yo, Adam, I fucking know this guy. And because he, uh, my roommate's gay too. He's a fag. And I'm telling him, he's like, uh, and my roommate's like, a bro. And I'm like, he's like, bro, taking a shit. But I'm like, no. And I, I just. I fucking You're like your shit can wait. My fucking ex lover is a serial killer. Well, I wasn't a lover, but he was ex-lover. like ex lover, notori- <laughs> notorious killer. I don't know if it's serial, but not out there. That's the title of this podcast: serial killer, dating and fucking Luca Magnata. Serial serial cat killer is fair. That's a fair. He only killed one human. He was it. super into killing cats. Yeah, have you ever it. seen him around an animal? No, but that's I ne- honestly that's the thing that I tell when we first start talking about that. I never got that fucking impression from him. I did not. I got the like certain people are like scammers, snake oil salesman. What's that guy who they call the huckster and the uh, uh, Michael Dyson? You know that fucking no. The guy who was um, who battled Jordan Peterson. The head. Oh yeah, Michael Dyson. I Michael thought you were Dyson. Like Michael Dyson. No, but like that kind of the. Uh, this is my Michael Dyson. The uh, termography <laughs> of the white man. That he's Michael Dyson, like is, a huckster. Yeah, he's the king. At saying nothing with a lot of words. Big words. Big words, long syllables. Yeah, he loves long syllables. That's that's literally what Stephen Fry said the to him. The aforementioned statement that the... What did you say? What You said it. It was like a Simpsons character, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I said that. But, but yeah, it's like, like a Simpsons character. He's a caricature. But like, he, you don't think... You think that guy's a uh, snake oil salesman, but you don't think he's going to kill someone. Yeah. Same thing with Eric. Like, just like, oh, this guy just hustles for money. But I never thought he would fucking like. I never saw that side of him. Never, not even close. And you never talked to anyone afterwards that like knew him. That was knew him during that stuff in the gay community. <laughs> not in the gay community. Just one person who knew him that I knew. And what did he say? He said. So he said this was crazy that Eric tried to fuck his life over by making these like fake websites about my this guy who I knew. Saying like this guy was a piece of shit dot com like stuff like that. Really? Yes. I don't know, but maybe is there? I don't know. If but some, why? Why did he try to? Why? I don't know, man. Okay. There, there's got to be like you know how people like flip the switch and become schizophrenic out of nowhere. Maybe that's maybe just went crazy. I don't. I don't know what it was. Maybe that's a possibility. Possibly drugs. Maybe. 
could have been doing like hardcore drugs. Yeah. But when I, again, when obviously I'm not fucking vouching for the dude, he's a piece of shit. But what, like, I'm not like, Vouched. I'm not like, great guy, 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 good hang. But when I knew him, um, again, I was like, I didn't have any money. Um, the the way I got the condo rented was through my mother. I wasn't making any money at the time. He went out of his way to hook up this Indian doctor. Yeah, he was like, this was him. You know, the first time someone did anything nice for you. <laughs> Literally the first time someone did something so nice. For so me. have you been in correspondence with him since he's been in jail? Oh, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I mean, the guy could go fuck himself. Dear Mr. Magnata, my comedy cl- career is going great. If you could give me that Indian <laughs> dude's number, I would use another eight hundred dollars. I mean, hey, to do that, we should we we should try and see if we could do a uh, you could do a video boys cast from uh, Magnata and say and say this is JJ's story. What's your fucking side of the story? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Magnon is like, first of all, I scrubbed him down. Uh, second he smelled. He <laughs> JJ stunk. fucking stunk like shit. I scrubbed him down. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was no Indian man. I gave him $800 because <laughs> I felt bad for him. So actually, he could buy his baseball equipment. I actually fucked over the Indian man. I need 800 bucks for catcher's mitts. See, this is a thing that it's like, it's like, how could this be believable? I fucked over the Indian guy again. Because I met him on manhunt.com. This is like, <laughs> these are true fucking like things. I don't even know if manhunt. Uh, They're is, so on the nose. Dickinass.com. There was, there, those were my sites. I had a process. I would go on penisinthroat.org. Gay.com. No, once, once manhunt came around. That gay, was the one. Oh, gay.com. No, the one was dudesnude.com. <laughs> <laughs> There's a famous actor now. I just saw him on Succession. I saw this guy on Succession. We fooled around when he was 19 years old in Florida. Really? Yes. Which guy is he in Succession? He's uh, Kieran Culkin. No, uh, I don't even know. Like, I don't want to like expose this guy because what if he like sues me for like defamation of character? Uh, you know what? But that you know, is he straight in real life? I don't know. I, no, because I watch his Instagram videos. He's fucking gay. But I don't know if he wants people knowing that he was meeting guys on off. Dude nude. Dude's nude.com. And this is another <laughs> one. This is the, How good would it be if you just found like pictures of like Bill Clinton on dudesnude.com? But this is what this kid was. I mean, he wasn't an actor at the time. He was going to school to fucking act. And... It was the night of the Super Bowl. I know you don't watch football. You don't give a fuck about sports. It was the Super Bowl. But do you remember that guy who made that crazy catch uh, on his helmet, David Tyree? I do not. Okay, exactly. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Fucking classic Super Bowl moment. Look at Ryan. Doesn't even fucking. He's not even a guy that likes sports. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Not even a man's man. Fucking spit this cut out into my gum spittoon. That's what Danny Danny always used to say because I used to have that bit where I'm like, I'm a typical guy's guy. He's like, yeah. Yeah, guy's guy who fucking blows dudes through glory holes. Yeah. What a guy's guy. <laughs> well, you you would be like, oh, you guys are freaking gay. You guys are gay. And we're always like, you're the only guy here who's actually sucked a bunch of dicks. Not at once. <laughs> okay. So. Over time. Yeah. That's very gay at once. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, so I met the the fucking uh, the guy who's a big actor now off off uh, dudesnews.com. <laughs> and he Dudesnews is killing me. <laughs> another one. Who came to the door all broy? Right. I'm like, man, and now he's like fucking. What's broy to you though? Like this guy was the man's mesh tank top. Just... Me, fucking bro. <laughs> like uh, everything. Every... No, but he was no. He was like he was like like you know if you think of your stu- like Ferris Bueller's Day Off like a uh, college bro. Yeah, frat boy. The frat boy, exactly. 
And now when I see his Instagram stories, he's like talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm like, why? Why would you? Why would you fucking get sucked into the void of like hack fag? Yeah, like why not just stick? <laughs> why not just stick it out as the bro? Yeah, because I man, like I know a lot of gay people, um, obviously, and it's like, come on, man, you, like you, you, you're just. But it's like anything else, right? You're just you're just getting sucked into the void of like the normies. Yeah. I don't know. You go down the culture of the gay stuff. So, okay. So that was the Luca Magnata thing. Then now you're finished umpiring. Is it poker first or, or male stripper first? No, when I was, when I was, um, when I was in college, I would dance on the weekends. I went to like six colleges in five years. College dancing. I would dancing dance. Um, but you didn't do that much. Dancing. No, I was watching porn stroking my cock. <laughs> That's uh, I love the idea. One of my favorite things is because you are like this fucking like I don't know gay jock or whatever. The idea of you dancing like on a pole. I, what we're saying is you just have like a Coors Light in your hand nah. and you have it in the air and like you're you're like how guys are at a party and it's just like sweet chug, home chug. Alabama <laughs> and you just you're just on <laughs> you're on the like strip club stage with a, with a Coors Light in your hand just up in the air. Yeah, that's my song. Play, play, <laughs> sweet play. home Alabama or uh, ride a horse, save a cow or uh, ride save a horse, save a horse, save a horse <laughs> ride me. <laughs> that's probably. Yeah actually like a popular in uh i think in virginia you just listen to springsteen's like (laughs) dancing in the dark (laughs) no i'm (laughs) ain't in america or whatever it's called yeah uh yeah i i would do like so i was going to school in baltimore county and i would on the weekends giving people a lap dance to fucking ted nugent I never even realized he was a musician. I thought he was like a politician. Yeah, he's, a, he's like a gun guy. That's yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I didn't know he was like like some badass music. I don't know. Yeah, they were like, big, yeah. Who was it? Ted Nugent. But what was his thing called? A bunch of songs. That, oh, just he did them individually. Yeah, Ted Nugent. Was but like he's still artist. a big thing. By, yeah. But, but yeah. people don't like him because he's, you know. Right wing. Yeah. Right. I mean, people who in our art circle, I mean... Not even our circle. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Like uh, the the writing staff for Stephen Colbert's are big, like Nugent heads. Yeah, they're they're playing that. Like, because sometimes I would write to music and get fucking. I don't know if you ever write to music. No, I can't do anything. Really, music. you're on silence. Complete silence, dude. Sometimes- the slightest bit of uh, anything in the background, I'm I'm out of it. I can't. I get what my writing process is, and we'll get back to the sucking dick on stage. <laughs> My writing process. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like, don't worry. Uh, no one wants to hear. <laughs> you're talking about fucking Luke McNally, <laughs> That's and you're true. like, so let, let's just take a little break and talk about my writing process. Everyone's like, honestly, I think we're good on the writing process. Uh, but no, I would like to get high and listen to music. But yeah, that's a, a fair, valid point. It's like, hey, man, here's a crazy story about fucking a notorious Canadian killer. Um, but no, I would I would take the Amtrak down to Washington. Yeah. And I would go to this place called Secrets and Zigfields. And when I wouldn't do it every weekend because there's baseball, but on like in the off season in the winters, that's so funny that you're like this pro baseball player. Well, it wasn't pro, you know, whatever semi pro college. Well, I was in college, like I was on a scholarship, getting a scholarship, and then like on the weekends, you go and you're going and like, uh... yeah. And I literally lived with a sugar daddy, I lived at his place. I didn't know you had a sugar daddy. We didn't do anything sexually. His name was George. I don't want to say again, I don't know if I should be saying these people's last names. 
So basically, the first night I ever went down to Secrets and Zigfields, I, I had nowhere to go. And this is the male strip club. This is a strip. Half of it is, um, half of it was, I think it still exists, Half, but it moved locations. Half of it was a drag bar, but a huge drag bar, like hundreds of people. And the other half, you walk from the drag bar, the other half was like, you. it's funny. It's like, dude, it was like an actual, like the biggest contradiction. Lights, people dancing, drinking, having fun. And then you walk into the next room, you open this glass door, and it's this dark red room with guys stroking their cocks, and it's <laughs> sunny. Yeah, it's great. It was wild. So <clears throat> the first night I ever went down there, I must have been um, 20. No, dude, I was fucking illegal to work there because I had a fake ID. So right. this is before because it was 21, and I was like 20. And I went down there. And the guy, the strip club manager, I think he's dead of AIDS now. Like, no joke. Like, I'm like, he had HIV at the time, so he might be fucking dead. Um, and, and he was like the old school AIDS. Like, he got it in the yeah. 80s. Like, he had it for, because his part. Dallas Buyers Club AIDS. Literally, Dallas Buyers Club's AIDS. Um, and you want to talk about, like, the typical, like, sassy, like, oh, child. Like, that kind of stuff. Oh, girl. Like, he would call you girl. He'd like, oh, girl. Uh, <laughs> So he, he, I met him. He was the first one to let me, um, he's like, yeah, yeah. Oh girl, you could just dance here. Uh, just say, I saw your fake ID. <laughs> that would be so annoying, dude. Dude, it was the, he would like come in the back. He would literally, you're, you're, cause you go on for 20 minutes and come on for 20 minutes. What would you do on stage? Literally they had porn and I would stand there and cause they would, the, the way, uh, secrets work, they would put five dancers on at a time, but like kind of that runway thing. Yeah. So you're up there and in the middle of everyone. And so people would come around stage and tip your socks. You're like... Your high, socks? Like t- put money in your... Sh- <laughs> in like, your gym socks. Yeah, my gym, literally gym. And then some of them would like bend over to stroke your cock. And you, if you had a G-shirt... I, I'm, I wasn't into that. I'm like... I was into the gay yeah, shit. You, into, you know, I'm just a guy on stage just stripping for no, a bunch no, no. of dudes. I'm on one to add some gay stuff. I was the I was into it for the pleasure of of sex, not like having some old dude touch me for money. Yeah. So, um, we we would be like dancing on stage, and then on the breaks, you'd be in the back room, and he would come in the back, and he would just like stare at you, like kind of like. And just walk out. Like, it was so dramatic. Everything was dramatic. Everything was a handful for this guy. Everything was dramatic. So the first night I'm down there, I'm dancing, and the bartender, who was part owner of the club, Steve, um, I was like, man, I have nowhere to go tonight. And there's a guy at the bar, George, who's sitting, a regular who's sitting there. He's like, oh, I can take you home. And I'm like, but I was like, I'm not, I don't want to do. Oh, no. You, you... <laughs> but he was not like that. He was not like He wasn't that. trying to get it. He wasn't trying. He was like literally a good person who just gave me eventually like a fob to his condo. And when I would come on the it weekends. It seems like being gay is a lot like being a girl where you just like, is, you just like kind of go through life and people pay for shit for you. Oh, it was amazing. When I was, see, this is a problem when. You gotta be, you can't be over the hill. You gotta be like under 30. But you literally yes. go around. There's just a bunch of rich guys paying for all your stuff. See, See, the problem is people are going to watch us now and see me at 40 and they're like, no way people paid for that. Right. Like, but then 20 years ago, you have to, I wish there was a fucking filter where you could like put more hair on, take away the belly fat. And you're like, come on, The way man. you describe yourself as uh, when you say you were 25, you see yourself as like He-Man essentially. 
not, I've seen photos. You're the same with a little bit more hair. More hair and uh, and. <laughs> But the thing that my cell was, like, the thing that sell, because people are going to see my big nose, my fucking lips, they're like, this guy's disgusting. But it was the broness that was my thing. That was your, that was your niche. Yeah, my niche was like. It's like almost, it's like, uh, uh, can't believe it's not straight. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's like, not every chick. So close to straight. Right. But, but not every chick wants to get fucked by Mandingo, but there's. <laughs> But there's women out there that are like, I just, I mean, look at it, right? Like, it's just so, like, even me, like, I think Ron Jeremy is disgusting. Not for the rape, just looks. Yeah. Uh, but I would, I, man, if I saw that dick, I'd be like, like, even right now talking about it, there's blood rushing to my cock. You, Ron Jeremy. As disgusting as he is. That's that, doing it for you. The, no, it's the dick. <laughs> It's just so huge. Like you'd like it through a glory hole would be an ideal. Oh, world. ideal. Ron Jeremy through a glory hole would be one of the best moments of my life. That'd be ideal for like, you. Like I didn't know you were such a Jeremy head. Like no, that. I'm not. I think he's disgusting. Ah, it doesn't sound like you think he's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sold on. No, but through the glory hole. Yeah, we'd have to do that. Okay, so you're at the now we're at the club. <laughs> yeah, and, and George. I feel Le- like I want to be the narrator for when this is the musical story of your life. The, see, this is you back got, in the closet. Back in the closet. You guys limited it to umpiring. I'm like, man, there's stripping and stuff like that. There's there's too much fun stuff. Yeah, so we're, we've been umpiring. Umpiring is a little less intriguing. You, the stripping, you, but the stripping, you still have to give lap dances, right? Like you're just no, you not have to shake your ass on a dude. No, not not at, at this club. It wasn't like that. Okay, so the your main source of income was then putting bills in your socks yes it's it's, in your cleats (laughs) it's i went up there with the bat oh man if if i was like a nerd like that if i want to make a living at that time oh i would have worn a jock strap helmet on on top of your normal retired helmet the (laughs) the eye black i would have had the eye black that's so funny a big uh a pack of big league chew (laughs) the the bubble on stage (laughs) and your next dancer (laughs) yeah that would have been fucking amazing. The eye black would have been a huge eye black, dude. They would have, dude. I used to wear fucking bow ties or, or just bo- full blackface, you know. And just, <laughs> just get in there. No, I just really hate sun on my face. <laughs> full blackface and cock extension. Yeah, it's cock extension. Why, a lot of people know why not? But yeah, so I would, I, I did that, and I stayed with this guy George. And then, okay, so how'd you get out of the stripping game? You got that's poker. Did poker get you out of the stripping game? I, I think it's very like Forrest Gump story. If you, if you, <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm, yeah, I'm autistic. <laughs> no, but if you think about like, remember how Forrest Gump just kept stumbling from thing to thing and then he's a ping pong player and then he's a shrimp salesman. Like well, you, you kind of have a little bit of a life that you well, just you, stumbled into, all, but all of your things were degenerate. You, you guys always said it. I was like Bart Simpson with the closet, the golf clubs, the drums. Right. The, like I dr- remember the drumming phase. Yeah. I drum for three months. Yeah. You've done a lot of things for three I, months. I, a lot, uh, I've done more things for three months. The only comedy is probably the longest thing. Comedy and poker now. and poker and and this girlfriend. Yeah, two two years, two years and no dick. <laughs> that is. Do you ever get the fucking craving for the good stuff again, though? Honestly, I, I'm I'm not nah, not real. Like it's not like I want to. You know, I always say I want to. I beg her to watch her get fucked by another guy. Like I could, I, if I could do that. That's the other thing. JJ calls people a cock, and you're like, you are a literal cock. But I'm not a cock. I think, I think, <laughs> I think a cock is someone. They're like, they're like, dude, 
Dude, five minutes ago, you were talking about a serial killer. What? The, oh, yeah, this is just falling apart. Like, dude, you're talking about a serial killer, and now you're talking about cuckolding. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's so just, the cell's not going that great, though? You haven't been able to convince her? She'll, like, literally just go, okay, just to, like, so I can come and stop talking about it. What do you mean, okay? Like, when we're fucking, I'm like, yo, let me watch you get, let me watch. Oh, you. she'll agree to it in the context of that. No. But then when you, you're like, remember what you said? She was like, I'm not actually. She literally goes, it's not my thing. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it's my thing. But like, what woman wouldn't want to cheat? I, is, it, is it possible because she thinks when you see the guy, you're going to be enjoying the guy more than her? Probably. She probably thinks there's that. There's that. She's like, yeah. You're like, wouldn't it be crazy if I just like sucked it right now? <laughs> there was. There's this. While we're doing this, like, you know what I mean? Like, you'd probably think it was hot if I sucked it. Right? She's like, no, I wouldn't. Like, I know it's your birthday present. She would get so mad. Like, he's fucking her, and then he says, "Who's licking my balls?" Yeah, mm-hmm. and you'd be on. <laughs> she would. You're like in the corner of the room. She looks at the corner of the room. You go, wait, JJ's not in the corner anymore. <laughs> I'm not getting. How am I in the corner? Because you're the cuck. No, she's in the corner. That's what I was trying to do her oh, voice. yeah, okay. Bad she's, impression. She goes, how did I get in the corner? She yes. swaps out. I should have done the the female voice, but I was, again, I'm bad with the voices. But yeah, um, she won't, she won't, she's not, she doesn't dig it. That but, must be, that's a pain in the ass, you know? If you're just a gay umpire poker player that wants your girlfriend comedian. to get- Comedian that wants your girlfriend to get fucked by another dude and she won't do it. I, mean, I, I really don't get why why women don't like that. I think like how, who wouldn't want? Yeah, the other way around. If you're if you're like, oh, but girl, girl oh, wants me to have, bring another girl over to blow me. Are you? Could you imagine if you're dating someone and your girl's like, when I'm at home, I want you to go out and just smash puss. Yeah, like, and that's me. what you say. I would just want you to go out and smash a dude. Oh, I'm like, please let me let like. I'll bring up like her her ex-boyfriends and she gets so mad. Today I did a compilation of, of ex-boyfriends like because one of her ex-boyfriends I saw on, on Instagram. I sent you the yeah. thing he's, where he's crying on Instagram. So, oh, hilarious. <laughs> that guy seems unstable, dude. If I was you been watching out. So I said, oh man, I just play it. She screams at me. I play it. In front of her, I can't. It's like a, I, I can't stop watching it. What do you mean? You just watch her. You're sitting there with her, watching her ex boyfriend's Instagram. Uh, not, not by her choice, by mine. And you're just like, that would be hot. Like you're just watching. No, no, yeah, no. I th- the crying's a big turnoff. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yeah, I don't want to get cucked by a guy <laughs> while he's crying. A guy who's cucking himself. He's like, yeah. Oh. But, like, look at this pussy. Man up and fuck my girlfriend. <laughs> well, and then she had another one. She always yells, yells at me. Why can't you just be normal? And her uh, her ex before me had a sleep apnea mask. So uh, it was like a Bay Street executive. That sucks. And and so, yeah, that was the thing. They had Jared like, Campbell has the joke where it's like a guy with a sleep apnea mask. You're just watching someone slowly die and al- <laughs> slowly almost die for an entire night. Just Oh, yeah, because he, he, he room with. I, I used to tour with a guy. Uh, Julian was like that. You'd be like, you'd be sleeping. And just Which hear, one's Julian? <laughs> Come on. Dude, he was almost dying the entire night. That's like, <laughs> that's, that's what sleep apnea is. Like, those people, they just almost dying for an entire night. Was he fat? Dude, can you imagine bringing a chick home and just like, anyways, like pull your fucking sleep apnea the mask on? The first night, Ricardo. Insane, yeah, it's an insane thing to have to do. Ricardo was so embarrassed. I'd rather die. He's so embarrassed about a sleep apnea mask. And he should be. And he- <laughs> 
<laughs> he wouldn't bring it to Montreal because he was too embarrassed to wear it. So basically, Ernie had to listen to him die, like, like snore. I mean, it's insane. You got a Darth Vader mask on? No, but worse is I not- mean, why doesn't he just get his own hotel room? Yeah, they're fucking... Pony up the extra dollars. Cheap comedians. Comedians are fucking cheap. Um, speaking of which, we get 25 bucks for this. Yeah. I'll... <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll pay <laughs> Dude, the, you go on the Boyd's cast, you get treated right, dude. That was, uh, you know where I got I that? I said I'll pay you to do the Patreon. The main things you... No, no. You know where I got that line where I watched the Comedy Store documentary and Carl LeBeau, the guy who opened for Kinnison, yeah. he's like, so I get that $40, right? And I was I was, I was, in yeah. tears that he said that. That guy had a strange life, dude. Fucking oh. Kinnison uh, had, had sex with his wife and had a kid, kid with her. Kid. And he was like raising the kid. And he, found did, he found out when Kinnison died. How crazy it's is wild. that? Isn't, isn't that fucked up? That would have turned you on though, right? They'd be like, just oh. so you know, that's the ultimate cocking. You're raising his kid. What? Every time you go to the son's baseball game and <laughs> yeah. you're just like, kind of hot though, right? <laughs> you're sitting there rubbing your yeah, fucking still, dick. That's the ultimate cocking. Oh, that would be you amazing. You raise the kid to completion and then you finally come on the kid graduates. <laughs> that's <laughs> the, the ultimate cocking. The fact that I think someone else coming in your girl. Yeah, is you like hot. that, yeah. don't you? That, the, you fucking, that's a big one for you, isn't it? She can't listen to like if she's back because she went out to go get groceries like women should and if she's hearing this now we're in big trouble <laughs> we, we are this this podcast better go viral because i'm gonna be fucking you're sick. gonna be hearing about this so are you oh. sort of forbidden to talk about the gay stuff right now oh, like no. you have to you have to pretend because you know, the funny part is how you met this girl was for, through comedy and you talking on stage, like if you've seen, like go to watch JJ's comedy as a special coming out, and literally your act is like, I'm, I'm sucking all these dicks. <laughs> you fucking people, all, well, you go, I'll open a butcher shop in your ass because yeah, I'm having yeah. sex with her. I love dick. I'm a dick. Yeah, nom, 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 dick, dick, dick. Well, that's what she, and then she nom, nom, how, nom. <laughs> how does she, how does she watch, you know, she, she watched this and she was like, oh, I, I could date this dude. She literally said after. Or did you come up to her and you're like, you know, that's all an act. You know, I'm straight as a arrow when <laughs> i said to her I'm, arrow, i said dude. i'm straight as an arrow but if we fuck raw get tested for hiv that's what you said and yeah. she said okay well let's not do that yeah well i always worried the first time we dated and then broke up and then dated two years later yeah. was it was it part of that that you uh being a homosexual <laughs> i I, th- I think it's part of uh a part of <laughs> Was was there a portion of you breaking up that had to do with the fact that you're a homosexual? No lie. I'm like literally a couple days ago wiping my asshole, dying, thinking about the fact like if there's shit that I told her that I did, she would fucking cry. Like what? What's any of the what's some of the juicier stuff? Bathing Luca Magnata. (laughs) (laughs) Like that. Like if she's like, oh my oh my god. But yeah, I, I don't know. I it's just like first relationship really like I I I fuck Oh my god. Find the fucking yeah, kid. Yeah, can people stop going missing? Jesus. Anyways, yeah, I, ho- I hope they find him or is this a second one? Hold no, on, let's check one. this out. My lips get very dry. It's the same this. one? Yeah. Okay. We wrap up this the wiping my ass laughing about <laughs> No, but the uh, that's the stripping component. So yeah, stripping, the stripping, stripping. stripping. Stripping was like little, little. Um, it was these are blips, man. The yeah. only the only thing that's been really consistent was when I started comedy. Yeah, 
That was, and then so the there's lots of interesting comedy things, but it's so funny because you know when people talk about the, you know, social justice and the LGBT and all that sort of stuff. The funniest part was so JJ was on stage and he was gay, and the LGBT people weren't having it. Like you weren't allowed to do the LGBT shows. Some of the some of the shows would not accept. So okay, so it's like you know. But remember, you won. You won now magazines like best comic or whatever. Yeah. yeah some so JJ article. got a thing like best comic in Canada for that year or whatever. And all the fucking woke a nothing like, thing though, right? Like it wasn't like well, whatever. It wasn't a nothing thing to but, them because but Twitter, the woke comics, yes, yeah, they started a cabal against you. Yeah, trying to take it away. They go to the writer. They're like, this guy's. They you know, threatened the writer. They yeah. literally like wanted this guy to what is it? Redact the statement. They said we have to redact the statement that you're a good comic. Yes. And they, they, I remember there was one, one guy who, um, would go on the, his, like, you know, one of these guys. And the problem is like, I, I think like me and you, like Danny's the same. We don't take fucking sides. We're like f- fair, like down the middle. Right. Yeah. Like you call it as you see it. And one guy's like, but this should be a show for like th- this organization and they shouldn't have to include you if they don't want the LGBTs shouldn't have to include you if they don't want to include you. Like he was and you're defending. Like, well, it's not up to you to include who to include. Yeah, it's not your fucking choice who to include. Either you're trying to provide a platform for people in that fucking ridiculous, absurd umbrella of too many things, or <laughs> and so if you're gonna fucking include the fucking non-binary whatever, uh, what do they call, where they're not a gender? Yeah. If then you're gonna include a guy. Who fucking uh, suck dick, smashes pussy, and says faggot. So that's how it is. And for you, you're like, no, but they're they're like, oh well, that's too bad because you say the wrong things on stage. That's what it so, is. So no, you actually didn't suck dick. Uh, it's 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 that it's what how I say things. And the thing was that bothered me the most. Because you're old school gay, you know, where you actually were 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 trouble. You know, the problem was. I'd done shows with uh, Scott Thompson. You know Scott, right? Yeah. The uh, Kids in the Hall. Kids in the Hall. And Scott goes on stage. And Scott, I love. I like. He, he was. He's always been so nice to me. And I got to open for him um, uh, a couple times. And when I go on and I scream faggot, people get like uncomfortable. But he goes on and he's screaming it too. What, YouTube gets uncomfortable too. You gotta take it down <laughs> if you want to get monetized. <laughs> I got a no. It's true. On this, I got dude. I got hate speech strikes on my other one. So, so what are you gonna well, do for, about no, this? I'll just bleep it out. Which again, that's another thing. How the fuck can you tell me? Like, how can an organization say, "Hey, we're trying to provide a safe space for certain da 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 da"? da. Some people they 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 get very uncomfortable or it brings bad memories. But I'm like, I live those same fucking. Uh, yeah, I lived through that shit too. But that's not like. It, like, I don't feel you have the right... Like, you don't censor... Uh, maybe they do rappers dropping N-bombs. No, it's the exact same thing. That's yeah. your N-word. <laughs> right. It, it's exactly my N-word. Because uh, there it was some police brutality in the 60s. For yeah, the, there the, you the, go. There we go. And you said you sucked enough dick to earn the right to say that. Earn word. the right. But no, but like, it's like, wh- who gets to who gets to choose? Like, and it, again, like... Well, it's the same thing as them saying, you know, whatever, like Kanye West, oh, he's not black anymore when he liked Trump, all that stuff. It was mm-hmm. like, there's like never, it's never been about helping a group. It's always been about helping their ideology. Exactly. And and this is the thing. Even like the way we do comedy, we don't, like we're not, 
going to make like there's not like a point to my comedy i don't think like i'm not trying to i'm just trying to like fucking uh do funny shit crazy a little extreme and stuff like that but these guys they they make they're trying to like make fucking points they're like and it's like man it's like and i'm not i don't like to come on a podcast and try and make like be that's not me i'm not that guy it's kind of like eye roller yeah you want you don't need people to leave the comedy club being like that is true i am gonna vote like that (laughs) yeah i don't give a fuck that guy made a pretty good point about that senator i should uh support him and even doing the podcast like uh, the thing is like right now i'm we're just trying to tell the fucked up stories that are funny but like some people are just fucking ridiculous and they're and they're just wrong like they're Remember that girl that uh, wrote the uh, wrote that article about you when you went on the date with her? Oh yeah, story. It was um, we. This is when like so I started like consistently banging chicks when when I started comedy. Like I got like the first time I ate pussy was right before comedy, and I wasn't like into. I wasn't okay. I was actually into it, but I wasn't the what the. The way it happened, the chick like sat on my face, and I have a big nose, and it was like uncomfortable. But you, so you slept with this girl? Yeah, it was an escort. No. Oh, the the story. Okay. Oh, so, okay. We can. What what are you, what are you talking about? Okay, so I'm okay. I what there was an art. There's this big show in Toronto. Fucking called Tinder Tales. Yeah. So some broad put on a show, and it's basically nerds who go up there and talk about their Tinder stories. And it's like supposed to be comedy, but it's like not funny people. And no offense. I mean, just sorry. Shots fired. No, no. We got fire in the rain. Okay, so that's stupid by me. (laughs) In the scope. Got Uh, him in the scope. But it's like people like telling stories and it's like a supportive show. And so. so, I've done the show. Yeah, I've done the show too. But someone from that group went on a date with me. And we end up fucking, and they wrote this article about how I, like, got them to come up to my apartment, and I showed them my dick, which is all true, but conveniently left out that we had raw sex. Interesting. Yeah, completely leaves out the devils in the details, right? <laughs> so, pretty big detail. Yeah, pretty big detail. Talks about my yellow teeth, my ripped shirt. That's what it was. They were hitting you up. They go, this yeah. guy. We're like, this could be anyone. And they're like, this guy wears a ripped shirt that says Two Popeye. chihuahuas. He has two chihuahuas. He yellow has yellow t- teeth. <laughs> she called out your yellow teeth. <laughs> and, and and she said, Coke can dick. Oh, because you, what did you think? You said that, what's your, what was your handle? Popcan85 or something? Um, no, I just told her. I was like, hey, you want to come see the Coke can? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she wrote that, but she didn't fucking... And she's talked about my relationship with my mother, which everyone knew. Like someone posted, Evan uh, Demaray posted, who is this comedian? And then Tim McDonald says, oh, I think it's JJ. Yeah, everyone was pretty obvious. Yeah, it was. was, And she was lying about the whole thing. No, she was accurate about the whole thing, except the sex. She said she ran away. I'm like, come on, man. Get sex. (laughs) Did you ever see her after? No, I I don't know where she exists anymore. She used to, she got so mad. This is a crazy story. So me and Amish did the podcast at uh, Patel. Patel, and one time I guess I was telling him the story about how I hooked up with this chick, and I called her a four on the podcast, and she fucking snapped. She like started texting me like I'm a four. And I'm like, oh man, I'm trying to make it funny. Yes, but then two years later, she held on this experience for two years. Then she wrote the fucking article. This is what I was talking about. Or is this the same thing? 
Yeah, the same. So she wrote this article two years later because you called her a four on the podcast. Two years after I called her a four. She held on to this fucking thing for two. Like, sociopath. What a fucking, what a crazy, like, this what my whole thing is like, I'm shocked for the amount of straight dudes, fully straight. Like, I can, man, you know, she can leave me and I'll be fine, right? Like, I can. Like, you're saying you could get another hot chick. That's your deal. Or dude, right? Like, I mean, like, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm Open fine. market. Open market, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you know, you go to the fish. If, if she's, li- if you're listening right now. <laughs> if, you, if you, if you can hear this, uh, you just know. Uh, please don't go. Uh, but- <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> I, love, uh, uh, anyway, I love you. I love you. I love you. You did. But so. Um, we don't need you. Definitely. We don't 100% need you. 100% need you. Yeah. I love you very much. For sure, definitely. If, like, uh, if you go, that will not be good. The funniest thing that I found out from you was the uh, Harvey Weinstein thing where he was like – How uh, he was like doing that but, stuff but, to all those girls. No, but, oh, yeah, yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> no, the begging. The, oh, please, please, please. Like you would do that. You did that on the podcast. And one time you were going, oh, please, 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 please. Because that's what Harvey was, yeah. Yeah, and that's like, like oh, please, that uh, – Please, yeah, please, just oh, – please, please, And please. that's what I do with her now. I'm like, oh, please, 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 please. Like that. <laughs> I lo- oh, that thing. And I just picture him just like, you know, just – but yeah, so yeah, you're basically that, but for another dude's dick, you're like, please touch it. Not mine, not oh, someone please, else's. Please, 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 please. So what were we, I, I don't even. Well, you talked about that in me story and basically she didn't like the date. So then she wrote. Oh yeah. Article. Okay. So my point on that was like, I'm surprised as like, as a guy who can like, I'm very, um, I'm, I'm flexible. Uh, <laughs> heteroflexible. Heteroflexible. Hetero, hetero, hetero because oh, the first two months we saw you doing stand up. That was a and bit. Then, we were just, and then literally, it was, yeah, this like jock dude on stage being like, you know, doing, uh, women be fucking shopping. You know, it's like, you know, when you were at the mall with your old bitch. And, and then like three, and it was like, we knew you for like three months. And then you were all of a sudden like, also like a dabbling sucking dick. We're like, whoa, no, whoa, it was, whoa. it was about a year and a half right. after, after. Yeah, I was yeah, doing, yeah. You didn't drop that for a while. Till 2014. Uh, and I started 2000 at the end of 2012. Yeah. So it was about a year and a half. Um, but yeah, I'm, what do I'm, you think of the state of gay people right now for uh, uh, a man that's your people? What do you think of the state of your people, man? I think I and th- have you been weaponized? I I think I think it's like it's one of those things where we I think we've like tried to do bits on it where it's like man, you fucking gay. It's like you're the you don't know you're still sassy as fuck and you can't be sassy. It's not like sassy in the nineties where you had to be sassy because you're like a fucking target. Like, you know, when you're like yeah. a, you're a prey. So you have to have some kind of fucking thing that, or not prey. What's the ones that get eaten? Like you, you're getting preyed on yeah. and you have to have, <laughs> not a prey. What's the one that get preyed on? The ones that get preyed on the, <laughs> the, the not prey. We'll go with prey. The, the predator the, predator. When you're the prey getting predatored, you're like, you have some defense mechanism. That's what fucking gays had. They had the sassiness. Now these fucking gays, point. yeah. Now they have this fucking sassiness. But you're like, for what? You, I can't even say not like you can't. If yeah, you, you're propped up. Why do you have to have that defense mechanism? Bro, there's someone yeah, watching. Making good points. Yeah, there's someone watching this right now who's trying to ruin your fucking career. Some idiot waiting for you to fucking slip oh, up. There's a few oh of them. yeah, they're waiting for you to <laughs> slip up. Mess some fucking fuck you, you fucking cunt. Just waiting for us. Oh, they they're you're gonna have to bleep out faggot cunt, and they're still gonna show that clip right he's like he's yelling faggot but my my point is like 
now I can't, you can't say nothing as a straight dude to a gay guy. It's like a mafia boss's son. <laughs> like, my dad will fucking murder you. Right? <laughs> That's what it I is. I like the mafia bosses. Yeah, you can't, man. You're like you're 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 overprotected, and you have fucking attitude. Fuck that. That's 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 like exhausting, man. Yeah, it's, it's unnecessary. Not the state of gay, and then <laughs> the state of gay. That's the name of the podcast. Well, but, they, remember the guy tried to get the show me to do the TV show. Oh yeah, I was telling about that. The other they so, like a. Big fucking ex- uh, not uh, what is it what not executive what are they called um, producer production house okay they you know him yeah I remember he wanted me to do a show called the other side of gay and that's where I hang out with gay people doing gay things <laughs> it's like he's like he's dress like, shopping like dude he brought me in and I brought I made Danny come in butt plug scrubbing your bum I made Danny come in so he could pitch the show yeah and I could be like hey here's a presentable writer I got a Jew on staff I mean even though I'm Jew but uh, but he's like yeah one episode is you can dress up and drag and do a drag contest one week <laughs> Man, I that would be like the ultimate selling out where you turn oh, on the TV. And it's selling out for like $2,000 pilot? <laughs> Are you kidding me, man? Uh, dude, if the other side of gay wants to go on fucking Disney for millions, even then I, I don't know if I could do it. What was the other What was the other kind of things you were going to do on the other side of gay? <laughs> uh, the other side of gay. So it's like this guy. So is the premise of this show that like you're this gay guy, but you're not a good gay guy. So Not a good gay guy. It would guy. be the equivalent of like a, a dorky black guy being like learning to do a bunch of like hood shit is that kind of the idea yes. of it uh uncle tom a gay uncle tom a gay a uncle a gay uncle, uncle tom, tom. <laughs> just hanging out yeah uh hanging out um with his boys uh i, I didn't want to say projects but basically i did um yeah so the other one was like we'll go to a so the first one was um uh, the drag. The next one was was take me to a Lady Gaga concert <laughs> with the lady. I guess, and then he literally said in the pitch meeting, "This show sucks." This, he said in the pitch meeting, "You'll go hang out with the monsters." I said, "Who?" And he's like, "That's what they call Lady the- Gaga's fans." I was like, "Yeah, this show stinks. This show. S- it would have. <laughs> I have no career. It would. Who would it be for? Because like gay guys wouldn't want to watch." Like, straight people aren't watching this kind of bullshit. Like, a normal dude's not watching. Well, maybe girls, but... It like, was for girls. I get... Yeah, but for girls, like... Girls what girls love- are watching a show where, like, you're the protagonist? What the other side of gay should have been... Who's this for? Is me taking an effeminate yes, guy... exactly. And That's, and, the, that's yeah, the angle. Yeah, taking him to, like, a WWE. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, like, yeah. taking him to, like... Watch a Steven Seagal movie. Yeah, like that... Fucking Teaching him how to play catch like he's your son. Telling women that they should fucking be in the kitchen. Like, yeah. be misogynist, <laughs> you homo. It's you telling some gay guys yeah. how, to be, how to tell their girl. Yeah. yeah. Tell <laughs> your fucking, what are they called, fag hags? Tell your fag hag she's a fat pig and to lose weight before she starts sucking dick. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the other side of gay. That, so, but when you, when that's you, a fucking good show. But when you said that in the pitch meeting, the guy was like, yeah, I think the other one's probably better. <laughs> Dude, because- <laughs> We're actually going to stick with the first one, but no. And then I'm yelling at them oh. and I tell them, if you don't call this girl a fat pig. The other know, side eh, of gay. going to stick with the, the Lady Gaga monster. Season finale is we go to the gay area and egg gay people. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. They finally, they're graduating to gay bashing. <laughs> that, uh, that, who's funding season two? Uh, but That's yeah. the final show. Dude, yeah. that honestly would be an incredible show. Basically, it was like your scared straight program, but they yeah. still get to be gay. Like, I'm, you're, I'm just scaring your personality straight. Yeah, and, and then we follow afterwards. You know, they come back two weeks later with a camera. Fucking gay dude's crying. He's like, I can't believe I threw eggs at gays. <laughs> yeah. No, that would be fantastic. And then the... Uh... That would be, honestly, that would be an incredible show. So what percentage when you go to like the gay bathhouses? <laughs> All Asian. Oh. <laughs> yeah, both. But what percentage no. of the people there are like straight dudes in the closet? Because what did you, you went to the bathhouses, but then you also went to the. You know the biggest one? The movie theaters, right? The no, I, no. That was Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. Fuck out of You didn't go to the bath? You didn't go to the movie theaters? Okay, I thought you did. Maybe, maybe I took a little fucking peek. Yeah, uh, bro, did. we gotta get some comedic. Uh, Dude, we used to drive around like Toronto on the way to gigs, and JJ would be like, "Jerked off there, jerked off there." I fucking jerked off there. Oh, I was, I've done <laughs> it. In that dude, you're like, I've yeah, done, that's a dude. I fucking once jerked off in my coach's office. Um, really? Like, yeah. That that got you off. Like you went into his. No, dick. it wasn't for that. I was just horny, and I was like fucking sixteen yeah, yeah, years, just... sixteen years old. And I remember where I busted my nut because he had a takeout container, and I opened it up, and as I was coming in it, I smelled like the French fries. I was like, "Oh, this is amazing." That's insane. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, I uh... no. Okay, so what my point oh, is God. when you go to the movie theaters. Is it like a lot of in the closet dudes, like you know, Pee Wee cl- Herman style, or is it pretty much like a free? So I never really did the movie theaters. I did. Um, uh, there's a place, and again, you can fucking YouTube the. Zor- what you're talking about is Zorba's in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's like an adult store, and in the back they have individual booths. Like you press a button and it turns around. You literally go into the booth, and you can put money in to watch the videos. So some of the booths would have like a screen come up and you could see the other side and guys would be like jerking off. Right. But guys would hang out. This is, again, this is like fucking, uh, what are we, 2020? This is 20 years ago. Guys would be hanging, this is when I first went to college. In 99, I went to school at Phoenix College and this is when I first started getting like sexually active because I did it in high school. I was like so fucking... Uh, just a bro playing ball. Just a bro playing ball. But then I got a car. I had some fucking... A little bit of allowance and shit like that. <laughs> I would go to Zorba's and, and just fucking hang out. And there was guys who were just like creeping. And it was like that. It was like straight men. That's what I'm asking. Would hang out back there. And I remember because I would go and I actually made friends with the guy who... The front desk attendant... He was like this like tall, skinny, gay black dude. Yeah. And I would go and I'd go talk to him and then I would go in the back. Um, and he would always, because of like, I guess for the cops reasons, there'd be guys hanging around and he would go in the back. He's like, okay, get a booth. And guys would like disperse like cockroaches, right? Like they yeah. would, you know, like go into hide in the, yeah, into the booth. <laughs> Did I ever tell you this? And go into the booth. And then you said it was all Asians at the at No, the no, that was... Because you used was, to sleep at the bathhouse. I did sleep at the bathhouse. It was like everything. It was... Um, it was so well, why'd you sleep? Like, you had nowhere to stay, so you no, go to the bathhouse because just, it was all night. I was just working... You just take two, a nap at the bathhouse. No, my mom lived in North Toronto, and um, I was working... Uh, I was managing a gym from... Midnight, 11, guy named Jim. Yeah, eleven. What did you say? Managing a guy named Jim, male <laughs> prostitute. Guy named Jim. Uh, I was managing his ass. I would do eleven p.m. till six a.m. 
and then I would work another job starting at 4 p.m. So I didn't have enough time to go up with the subway. It would take an hour to get up, an hour to get down. So I just—I mean, you did what any man would do: yeah, spend the sleep night in the bathhouse. Bath <laughs> Use my student ID and get eleven dollars a night at Spa Access in Toronto. Holy shit, dude! I so when I was in this is a, when I got kicked out of university or res or whatever, and then I went to live in Hamilton at uh, uh, McMaster. So I stayed with those guys for like a month, and a bunch of us were like partying in downtown Hamilton. The adult. What? The adult theater? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, basically what happened was we're like, yo, it'd be hilarious to go to an adult theater. It's like 2.30, bars are closed. The one downstairs, right? I Yeah. Yeah. It was, I think it was upstairs. There's so, one that I would go downstairs. But the, the story is crazy because we go in and we're like, this is funny, like a bunch of us. And then some older man, this is when I'm like 20 and we're like, but it's not a gay movie. It's like a porno. So we're like, this is hilarious. It's a bunch of like, we're 18 and we're like watching this porno. We're drinking beers. Like, it's funny. Come on. And then old man. The other side of gay. I, but you don't realize, I didn't even cross my mind. Like, when, you know, I guess like looking back, you look around, you're like, that's a dude. That's a dude. That's a dude. <laughs> it's but all dudes. You don't. Re yeah, I guess of course it is. But this older guy, he comes, he walks into the theater, sits next down to me and you're kind of like, okay. And then starts grabbing my dick and I go what the fuck the fuck so I get up and I run back to the to the back of the theater to run out of there because I'm like this guy's trying to fucking you know molest me and then <laughs> I try to go through the bars but you can't get out so you it's an it's it's like the the yes. twist I don't know what you call it spinning I know exactly what what's, you're what's talking it called? about like a, a turnstile yeah but it's, you, but it's all like a subway grade so I can't get through so I'm like help I'm like I go help <laughs> the guy eventually he the guy you know old, old guy that works the front he goes what's going on now you know presses the button to let me out but this is the funny part so I finally get out and I'm like oh, what the fuck this guy's trying to you know and then I run and when I go to the front of the thing I slid down the railing. And there was a screw sticking out of the railing. So I slid down the railing like Bart Simpson style and it fucking tore my ass, a big <laughs> line down my ass, ripped, I was wearing corduroys at the time, ripped them to shreds. So I'm like, a guy just tried to molest me. I go in there and final destination style. You had your you're, ass fucked. You're basically, the, the world's like, your ass getting fucked your one way or the other, homie. Your ass was getting fucked no matter no what. No matter what. So it was a guy or a nail. It was a guy or a nail, but it was it was like yeah. I just and I go what? I just escaped one ass blasting to another. All my friends, so basically my friends come running out and we're just like. And then once it was all done, we're like pretty funny, <laughs> pretty amazing. Well, see, and then it comes down to would you wear the two diseases? You either got HIV or Hep C from the nail. Yeah, I got. Well, I was getting something You're one get, way or the you other. You were getting. But imagine the audacity of this guy! Like a bunch of friends. I guess that's the system. You just go and grab. Oh, a dude it's, and... it's just a, yeah. It's like it's an unsupervised buffet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just molest someone till they're down. So yeah, that was the story. But anyways, this has been super fun. Have right? you not told that story before? No, not because I've I have. I've heard that story. Yeah, I think I've the... told you guys. It's but amazing. I don't. You know, I, I haven't talked shit. about it on the boys cast. But anyway, so. Okay, so Buffet Buds, to like wrap it up. So JJ's got this show you, called- By the way, did you see the fucking, how I put the buffet in there? Oh, you because you're that was why you I said knew, buffet, because you're trying to make that your brand. Man. So JJ's got a show called Buffet Buds, and we call it Buff Gay Duds. For me- No, not Buff Gay Duds. Not, not Buff Gay Duds. And then you did the Adamson's Barbecue thing. I think I actually talked about it a little Oh, on did here. you really? Yeah, but you did the Adams. you did one with Adamson's Barbecue, who's like the number one controversial guy, and everyone was like flipping out. In, like the, in the Canadian restaurant industry, 
He is not your grandmother's barbecue. Not your grandmother's barbecue. He is definitely uh, not because he's opening up the club at a time when you're never you're supposed to let your business. Yeah, die. I mean every. But the thing is, man, he's like, got the birds up, dude. <laughs> he's he literally has the birds up. And I talked to a lot of these like big time chefs in Canada, and they're like some who say like this guy's an asshole, but others like it's like fuck. It. I mean, you all are going out of business. Yeah, he's doing he's. You all would have done the same thing if you thought of it. Or if you're, you know, not a coward. Yeah. I mean, he he literally, I mean, sure. I saw some gym the other day where the guy goes. The gym I managed? Yeah, the gym you manage. Okay. It's in somewhere, wherever it is. But the guy said, he was. He made one of those videos where you uh, take the paper and it says the words on it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when someone's like, just so you know, I have been, whatever. Like one of those, like. Like a cancer. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah he made one video. of those. But basically, he <laughs> said, gym. he goes, we've been opening this. We've uh, we've not stopped our gym. We will never let people wear From masks. From Canada or U.S.? This guy is in the United States. And he says, um, we've gotten $200,000 worth of fines. Every time uh, we open another day, they give us $10,000 fine. We're packed right now and we're never shutting down again. And they took our license away and they can fuck themselves or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, more businesses need to do this. More, I think, like, I mean, I caught COVID. I told you that. Yeah. Um, uh, it was about uh, three weeks ago and I was cleared this week. And it was it was rough. So I could, like, see if you had, like, some underlying issue. How you could get fucked up from that. Yeah, of course. Like, if you have underlying issues, you know, and there's like a super bad flu going around, yeah, don't. But that's the same thing. If there's a super bad flu. You don't want to be out and about, you yeah, know? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what to, uh, I don't know what to do. But anyways, fuck our ideas. Uh, so whatever. You got this show. We got this show. We did season one for buffets. Uh, we went to about six buffets. And I'll be honest with you. It didn't do so well. Like, we didn't get a ton of views or anything like that. But it was good. It, like it was. Yeah. Good, it was good enough that we actually kept the same concept of eating a lot of food and going to restaurants. And we shot six. And and the fucking the first one on Instagram crushed. It's brought to you by Wise Guys Entertainment. Wise All Guys Italian Production crew. House. And they, they when they did Adamson's Barbecue, they go, Hey, why are you bringing so much heat on the family? Hey, <laughs> trying to keep a low profile, Vito. They didn't like the heat, but yeah, no, so, they didn't like the heat. So me, Mark Anthony, why the fuck you on television anyway over here? Fucking couple of chads over here. Hey, well, they, did, they, they didn't like buffet, yeah, all bro. Italian crew except me. But yeah, it was me, Mark Anthony, Synagogue. We shot it. It went well. And then when's your special coming out? Uh, it's going to come out. The When's this come out? Uh, Friday. Next so Friday. I'm, I was going to do it January 1st, but it's already done. So I'll, I'm going to literally do it that weekend. So release it here. So release it that day. So yeah. JJ's special. I'll put the link right here. Yeah. And where's, what's your, where is it going to be released? YouTube.com. Let's we'll just do YouTube. YouTube.com slash what? Oh, JJ Jesus, Lieberman. you're bad at this. God, man. <laughs> I'm legitimately trying so hard to get people to watch this I, special. I don't you know. Got, if it's if it's going to be on YouTube. Just go you, to YouTube.com. If you find YouTube.com slash what? JJ Lieberman. All right, My you. idea is I put it on there, <laughs> and when you go to YouTube, it just shows yeah. up. Dude, I already said this on my, on my, on my Patreon. So my mom... Uh, she messaged me and she was like, it's really cool. Like I go to YouTube and because like you're so popular right now, your stuff's all on the front page, but I don't have the heart to tell her that it's based on your recommendations. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm fucking Based on up. she's liking it, following <laughs> you, sharing it, she com know. commenting. Goes, Ooh, my son on the front page of YouTube. My, when, I go, yeah, you know what it is. When, We're popping up. When the uh, waiter recognized me at dinner with my mother, and he said, "You're JJ Lieberman from the bathhouse." From and I, 
man, the fucking she embarrassed me in front of him. What did she say? Oh my god, how did you know? Oh no, dude, I was like, hey, man, come on. We went to so we, me and JJ and Danny Polischuk, when we were in Toronto, we had a guy who was like. Um, <laughs> we went to this like fancy restaurant because these guys like going fancy restaurants and I snuck oh, in vodka because cool. yeah. I'm trash. So I was drinking vodka. <laughs> in a water then, bottle. Yeah, so I, I, we're at a fancy restaurant. Literally I, one of the top restaurants Michelin in Michelin star. It's, it's, yeah, it's not Michelin, but it's that quality. The, I've got a water bottle full of vodka. Spilling it. Spill, so I spill it all over myself, reek of vodka, and then this guy comes over, the waiter, and he was like, oh, i seen you guys. I'm like a big fan of your comedy. He literally said us <laughs> name by name. This was not like... And I'm, I'm like, yeah, he can smell the vodka, and we're like, yeah, dude, we're sick, but like, <laughs> it's so obvious. I, I have a water bottle full of vodka on the table. I just, like, this guy wants to be like, kick me out the best part was when he offered us drinks and then he goes oh would you guys want some free drinks and jj goes we don't drink we go what the <laughs> he brought us over not doing virgin virgin brought some whack-ass dessert because he turned down the drinks <laughs> oh, i'm yeah. covered in vodka at this michelin star restaurant me and my <laughs> me and my girl went there for my birthday yeah and he was the waiter and like did you bring her back because you knew he recognized him you're like like if that, you knew that if we go to this spot, this guy will be like a fan. So it was a nine course meal. This was the craziest part for, yeah, he gave her alcohol, a lot of alcohol. And for the, the dessert part, they wrote on the board for the best comedian in Toronto. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll make you look cool. Oh, yeah, look cool. Yeah. Like, was, hey, that's pretty sick, right? Now, yeah. Can another guy come over? <laughs> Fuck you. What also made can me- famous comedian J.J. Lieberman watch his girlfriend get have sex with by another what man? Al- yeah. What also made me look cool is when I had to pay $450 and, you know, you guys like, <laughs> 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 Do you take- Do you guys take food stamps here? I'm like, can I pay half- yeah, what, my- is it possible? Can I pay half, come back tomorrow, work as a dishwasher? Pay the other half? Yeah, is that possible? No tip? But Take yeah. it out of my salary. That was, well, that's, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's a good play. I should have said, can famous comedian... Is there no discount? Yeah. J.J. Lieberman. No, it's the opposite. Once you're popular and they recognize you, you have to tip. Like, I have that a lot. Oh, I have now, to tip 25%. Now, yeah, you got to be like big tipper guy because you know that they're going to report you. It was literally three something and I've like... Dude, there's going to be a site soon for like anyone that has any sort of status that like tips bad. And you know who does? And they're going to be like a list of like and, bad tippers. That and are- you get fucked. I'm not famous. Nobody knows me. But you get fucked from guys like Joe Rogan who tips $200 on a coffee. A lot of these guys out You're here fucked. tipping big. Yeah. You're fucked. No, anytime I go to a place and they recognize me, I'm just like, well, that just cost me $20. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because I'm, you know, I tip 18%, whatever. It is. Like, you know, what's the going rate? But I don't need to make a whole thing of it. Yeah. I don't need to be like, like, cuck everyone in the restaurant with my tip. Dude. And, and then. These people that like double the fucking bill. This is the worst part. You tip 20%, which is, 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 when I go somewhere nice, I'm doing 20 to 25%. Yeah. But you tip 20%. And then someone posts on Instagram, he only tips 20%. They think you're cheap. You go, cheap. this motherfucker. They say, oh, oh, five, five million, six million, eight million, ten million views. They're like, but, but, but this is not mil- dollars, it's fucking views. <laughs> it's a big fucking difference. They're for a big tip, yeah. Yeah, you fucking people don't know. Imagine that. You buy an escort right now and they recognize you from the boys cast and you gotta, <laughs> you gotta give them. A, oh, yeah. The what? dude's ass premium. Yeah. 
Anyways. Anyways. Okay. This has been the Boys Cast. Check out JJ Lieberman special. Super fucking funny. Uh, probably one of the funniest comedians in Toronto. And not your grandmother's comedian. Not, not now <laughs> Magazine's top comedian. 2015. He's eventually going to move to New York with I me got and the Danny visa. Polish, Chuck. He has a visa. And check him out. Patreon.com slash the boys cast at Craig J. Lieberman on Instagram. And if you know the Indian doctor, give him give him a few hundred bucks. Peace. Are we gonna live forever? Are we gonna live forever?